Good evening, good afternoon, boys and girls, children of all ages. I know it's been a while. I'd like to say I have a good excuse, but I have an excuse. I've been sick as a dog for the last, oh my goodness, nine weeks, ten weeks now that I've had this cough. I don't know. It's been a while. And there's been days when I wanted to do this because I miss talking to you guys and gals. <clears throat> but the cough would just come on out of nowhere. I'd start with a tickle in my throat and it would just get worse to the point where I couldn't talk and I was just cough, cough, cough all the time. In addition to that, there's some new developments in my health story, for lack of a better word. About a week ago, I went to the hospital for something unrelated to what is going on with me now. And I, I preface this by saying that so I went to the ER, and the doc was really good. The nurse was really good. They all listened. They did all the tests they could. They checked my heart. They checked my... They did the EKG. They did a chest x-ray. They did blood work. They did all the things they were supposed to do. Now, I don't know if there's a history of diabetes in my family or not. We're not very close-knit when it comes to talking about these things, medical histories and whatnot. To something that are not discussed at the dinner table or were not discussed at the dinner table growing up. So I don't know. Maybe there was someone that had it, someone who didn't. But knowing how my grandparents were, they probably would have ignored all the signs and, and indications and advice anyway and did their own thing. That's the kind of people they were. I'm not, I'm not knocking them. I'm not, you know, I'm not looking down at them. I'm not judging them. That's just the way their generation was. They just did what they felt was best, what they felt was right. And they did it. And both my grandparents lived a relatively long time. They were both in, into their 70s, I believe, when they passed away. So 70 is a good number. It's not as good as like 80 or 85, but 70 is good. That's a long life. <clears throat> Excuse me. Especially nowadays, 70 is a long time to live and put up with the current situation that we're in. Anyway, I digress. So... I did the testing, you know, and you know how ERs. This ER was different. I never went back to a room, so I don't know if they were really busy or if they just didn't have beds available. I don't know. It's on my insurance. It's close by, so that's that's where I went. So the procedure is you check in, you sit in the, sit in the lobby. Go see the triage guy or girl, get all your vitals done, sit in the lobby. Testing, sit in the lobby. You get the picture. There's a lot of sitting in the lobby with the great unwashed masses of Lakewood, California and its surrounding areas. So after after hours of being there, now we were only there like three hours. So for an ER visit, that's not bad. I, I know at least a friend of mine was in the ER for 12 hours before he ever got to a bed. So I, I shouldn't complain about my three-hour stint. So 
everything was done. We're waiting to leave and waiting to be discharged and everything and find out what's going on. And the doctor calls me back into the triage area. And as we're walking through, he's holding the door. He goes, so, you know, you're a diabetic, right? I'm sorry. Ugh, what? I know that's not possible. I've never had any of the signs. Now, sure, I've had like a lot of thirst issues. But I just tracked that up to my body being screwed up from all the radiation and whatnot when I had cancer the first time. So I never paid any attention to it. I have noticed that certain wounds take a long time to heal. And that probably should have been a sign. Especially based on... I'll go ahead and say it. Based on an episode of MASH where they talked about one of the pilots. Smile and Jack had diabetes. And they listed all these things. And I should have put two and two together and said, well, maybe I should go get checked out. But... That's a, that's a story for another time, a tale of woe and horror and all things bad based on back then um, when I was still with someone else. I didn't go to the doctor a lot, and part of that's on me because I only went when I believed that I felt sick. I didn't have a <clears> – excuse me. I haven't had a checkup in forever. So I don't know how long it's been since I really had any blood work done outside of the cancer screenings. And I don't know that they wouldn't necessarily necessarily looked at A1Cs and blood sugar levels and and all those things that they tested me for. So he tells me this. I'm like, no, not that I know of. As far as I know, no one in my family has had it. So this is all news to me. And we're talking about my, my chest cold and the cough that won't go away. And he said, I'd put you on this drug, but you're a diabetic now, so I can't do that. So he prescribed me with metformin. And metformin so far has been a good drug for me. It's working really well. It's not messing me up too badly. You know, I do have dizziness and lightheadedness and I get headaches every now and then. I think that's because my sugar is too high. And these are things that I've had before, but I never really noticed that I had them. It's just, all right, it's a headache. It's whatever. I would feel dizzy or lightheaded or nauseated. Is it nauseous or nauseated? I don't know. You tell me. Tell me in the comments which one it is because I always screw those two up. But I would go lay down for a few hours and I would feel better. So maybe maybe that was my, my glucose levels leveling off or something. I don't know. I'm no doctor. I'm no, I'm no diabetes expert or as Wilfred Brimley used to say, diabetes. I got the diabetes. So now I have to... And as you know, if you followed me on this journey for any amount of time... Since January, I've lost like 20 pounds. I've gone back up a little bit, but I'm still hovering around 260 down from around 280. So I'm very happy with this. For a little while, I, I had dipped under 250 I was or 260. I was at 257 for a few days, and that was fantastic. I was happy as a lark or happy as a pig in you-know-what. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's a thing. So I'm watching that, and my weight is still coming down, and... My gut is still shrinking. So I was already doing a lot of things that I have to do now. So the dietary changes are going to be difficult, not impossible, not insurmountable. I think I will do just fine with them. The biggest thing for me was I had given up coffee for a while. I was drinking tea with honey. And I probably have to cut back on that as well because honey, although it's not the same as processed sugar, it still can elevate your glucose levels, so I've got to watch that. I've got to watch everything now. Basically, I'm I'm like a, 
an avid reader in the in the grocery store now because I'm checking every label for sugars and fake sugars and apparently now they they get sugar from brown rice. So I gotta watch for that. I had no idea that was a thing. I knew about like um fruit sugars and milk sugars and they had corn syrup to stuff, so no corn syrup, no high fructose corn syrup for me. So most of these things are not a big deal. They're easy to get around. They're easy to bypass, I guess, or jump over the hurdles of. Coffee's a hard one for me because I just started drinking it. I love a cup of coffee in the morning to get me going. So now I've got to find something else for go juice. Again, not a big deal. I know I don't have it as bad as, as probably like 90% of the people with this disease do. But it's a new thing for me, and, and we're we're trying to figure this out, and you know, learning together with with my friend and everything. And there's a lot of information out there. I had no idea, and I guess I should have known that almost everything has carbs. I had no idea that oranges had carbs. I don't know why. Never put the two together. So now I've got to cut out, not cut out, but cut way, way back on the carbs I've been eating. Now, I'm, I haven't been a big pasta eater for a long time. Once every few months, when we get our hair done or my friend gets her hair done, we stop at the old spaghetti factory for dinner, and that's like, that's our thing. So I'll have to figure out something else with that. I don't know what to do about that, but I figure once every eight or ten weeks, not going to hurt me too badly. So... I probably won't cut that out totally. I tried going to like red lentil pasta and it's better than pasta from wheat, but it's not great. So a friend of mine, my friend Heather suggested I try zoodles, which are noodleized. That's totally a word. If it's not, I'm trademarking it now. Noodleized zucchini. They do it with squash and they do it with other vegetables. So they make like spaghetti noodles out of this stuff. And you're supposed to use it in place of pasta. I don't see it really being like a replacement in an authentic Italian dish. But I don't know. I resisted it for a long time. And last week at the grocery while, while I was there, I picked up some some of the um, cauliflower I eat, which also has carbs, which is a sad day for me. And I picked up some other stuff and I picked up a bag of zucchini noodles. I can't call them zoodles because that's trademarked. Or something. So, Zoodle owners, sue me. I don't care. It's my podcast. I'll do what I want. I'm Gen X. Well, mostly do what I want. As long as I want to stay alive, I will follow the new guidelines and everything. So, I'm on metformin twice a day. I'm doing the finger sticks <laughs> at least a couple of times a day. Once when I get up. Once after I eat. So, I probably do one at, before I eat lunch which will be any time now. And that's another thing. Now I'm on a schedule where I have to eat at certain times and I've got to stick to that. I eat in the morning so I can take my pill. Then I'll, I'll have to eat so many hours later and I've got to set it up. So it's pretty much the same time every day. So my body gets used to that. Okay, we're going to have food here. We're not going to have food here. Quit your whining. You'll get food in a little bit. And that's how it's got to be from here on out. Eventually, I've been told that if I'm a good boy and I do my weekly exercises, they want me to do at least 30 minutes, three to five days a week, which with my other issues going on, the neuropathy in my feet, the arthritis in my legs and other stuff, the sciatica, I don't know how well that's going to work out. 
the free site I belong to, I picked up an underdesk bicycle thing, and I've been doing it like five to ten minutes a day. I'm building up to seeing what I can do because I, for a long time, I haven't been able to ride a bike because my knees are shot and it hurts. Well, honestly, if we're being honest, I need a wider seat and a pad, a much uh, more cushiony seat because riding a bike hurts. And I, why hurt it? Why do it if it's going to hurt, right? Eventually, I'll get back on a bike. I know I'll lose the weight and maybe my knees will improve from not dragging around this 200-something-pound carcass every day, which thank you, knees, for 55-ish years of loyal service. I appreciate both of you very much. So that's where I am now. This is my new life. This is the new norm. I've got my blog um, blog spot that I'm using. I'll put a link in the post. I'm going to... I'm going to try to do every couple of days or every day or something, but knowing me and how frequently I do things and maybe once a month if I'm lucky, but I'm going to put down like my thoughts, what I'm going through, what's working for me, what's not working for me. It's definitely not medical advice. It's definitely not any official nutritional advice. This is my own journey. This is my process. This is what I'm doing. This is what works. This is what doesn't work. As I say at the end of every podcast, this is just my two cents worth. Your mileage may vary. In this case, it's definitely going to vary because everybody, everybody is different. Our metabolisms are different. Our metaphysical makes up, makeups are different. It's all, we're all unique like snowflakes in our own way. So what works for one person may not work for you. And I've been reading a lot of things now. And to all the people that say that Facebook doesn't track you, they're full of bullpucky because I had never seen in my feed anything about diabetes or glucose monitors or anything until I mentioned that I have diabetes. I don't know where it came from. I don't know how it showed up. But now every day I've got something about like the constant monitoring systems or about drugs or about this or that. And the, um, my Reels feed is full of things about insulin resistance and all these things for diabetes. And it's it's mind-numbing and it's almost soul-crushing, all the things that you have to watch out for now. Some people say, don't eat carbs. Some people say, eat carbs. Some people say, eat in moderation. Some people say, eat fat. Don't eat fat. Do keto. Don't do keto. And for all the people that are saying, this absolutely works. Yes, it works for you. It may not work for me. It may not work for anybody else, but it works for you. So great. I'm happy for you. If it's working for you, sunshine, keep doing it. And I hope you live a very long life. But I can't sit here in judgment of anyone else because I don't know your journey. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know where you've been. I don't know anything about you other than what I see you posting on Facebook or in a comment section or a video. Well, I do the videos I don't know, maybe, because let's not lie to one another. It's a lot of work. So I don't know if I'm going to do that. Maybe if something's working out really well for me, I'll do it. If I find some super amazing juicing recipe, I may do something about that. Because I'm very happy to find out that I don't have to cut out all fruit. I just need to cut back on it, which is great because recently I started eating fruit again. Now, granted, eating is a loose term. I've been pulverizing it in my little ninja blender thingy. 
grapes and green stuff and all things that are good for me. Nothing added except for fruit. Uh, sometimes a, a dash of honey probably wouldn't go amiss, but you know we have to be we have to be good about these things so I can I can snack later. And that's another thing I haven't been doing. I've been starving myself, not realizing that I need to eat throughout the day now to maintain certain levels of things. <clears throat> but I'm so afraid to eat anything because I don't know. Is this going to spike me? Is this not going to spike me now? In all fairness and in all honesty, my sugar is way above where it should be because obviously I didn't know what was going on. And I was just stuffing my gob with cakes and cookies and all this crap that I need to eat. Pastas and breads and whatever. My, According to my glucose meter, my levels have dropped like 50, 50 points or whatever it is. So I'm, I'm extremely happy about that. I'm below 300 for the first time. Since last Friday, now I wasn't checking myself all those days. I didn't get it, the meter until Tuesday night. I think it was Tuesday night. So since Tuesday, I've been checking and I, I'm watching it coming down. And that's a combination of lifestyle change and the medication, which someday I hope to be off of because taking a pill twice a day is kind of ludicrous. But as much as I hate it and loathe it and despise it, it's something I've got to do. So I can stick around for my kids, even though we're still not talking. I've got to stick around for them as long as I can. And yes, you can't see it on camera, but I'm doing the hand thing here. So I'm talking with my hands. Uh, somewhere in my family, there's probably some Italian blood somewhere. I don't know where. Who knows? But yeah, that's my new that's my new life, and that's my new journey. So I'm not going to soapbox this. I'm not going to pontificate about the... The joys and the delights of clean living, because honestly, that's not me. I spent 50 years of my life not doing that, not doing the right things, eating whatever I wanted. Now, I've had stops and starts where I, I gave up meat for a while because meat was making me sick to my stomach. I don't know why. I have no idea what it was. I never had it tested. I just said, all right, I'll give up meat. So I did. And it was hard because let's be honest, chicken or a turkey burger or tofu burger or a black bean burger, and they can be good depending on how they're made, is never ever going to take the place of a moo cow burger. It's just not going to happen. And that's another thing I recently discovered that I like medium rare or mid rare hamburgers. I had no idea. Most of my life I've eaten steaks and whatever, like well done, because I thought that's how it had to be cooked. The first time I bit into a mid rare, I said, why not? I'll try it. Oh my goodness. It was so good. Now, it's probably, I, I, I can't say it's always going to be 100% safe, 100% safe to eat rare meat. Medium rare, I, it's worth the risk because it's just that good. It's tasty. It's not dried out. It's juicy. It's all the things that you want in a hamburger. So I can do that now. I just have to go without the bun. Maybe I'll do a lettuce wrap. I don't know. I don't think this is the face of a lettuce wrap kind of guy. Maybe it is. Who knows? And that's another thing. For those on the video, I don't know if you noticed, but my face is a lot thinner. And really, it's only been like Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's only been like five or six days where I've, I've started cutting out sugar. And it's it's very noticeable in my face. It's it's more angled than it was. It's not as puffy. I Honestly, I know sugar is a pick-me-up, but it can also be something that slows you down and makes you sluggish because your body can't process it. Because basically, 
processed sugar is poison because of the process that it goes through. Now, I'm not saying that raw sugar is all that much better for you, but I think processed sugar is actually 100% of poison. Maybe I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, show me where I'm wrong and I will change my stance. Until then, I know there's naturally occurring sugars in fruits and, and some things, and that's fine, and that's great, and moderation is fine, but purposely putting that crap into your body is never going to end well. Thank you for listening. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm back. Thanks for being loyal. I love each and every one of you. As always, this is just my two cents. Your mileage may vary. Oh,